To all the honourable human beings in the glory of their identities, welcome to Discourse Matters, a podcast that facilitates both comfortable and uncomfortable conversations as a reminder that because you exist, what you desire to speak up about matters. I am your host, Ms. Kukuletu Letabusilali. Come along and enjoy the ride. Welcome everyone to today's episode. In today's episode, we'll be speaking about holding rejection up to the light. I hope everyone is doing well and I hope that your deepest struggles currently are met with a lot of gentleness from yourself, from strangers and the people in your life. Welcome everyone. Today, like I said, we'll be speaking about what holding rejection up to the light looks like. I will start by first explaining what holding things up to the light is, and then we will get into the conversation. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Take a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started and get comfortable. So we often, I I believe in a, a balance being created overall in our lives. For every darkness, there is light. For every good, there is bad. There's just a balance that needs to be created in our lives. I don't think that the one ought to overpower the other. For every goodness that we have, we have badness. And the recognition and holding space of that is what can always help us to be able to navigate the bad and be able to navigate the good. And so the same is applied with holding rejection up to the light. Oftentimes rejection is concealed with a lot of shame and a lot of a lot of silencing and it is held up to the darkness when in fact we can create a balance and hold rejection up to the light. Rejection is not a nice thing. Rejection is scary and oftentimes rejection pulls us apart because we we feel that the things in which we put ourselves up to be rejected to we deserve them, we belong to them and we should get them. We should get a lot of the things that we want and we do get them and things work out as they should. However, not everything is for us and we ought to be very aware of that and conscious of that. And oftentimes when we don't hold rejection up to the light, we don't see these things as that. Think about all the times that you were rejected from certain things and in retrospect you realize that if you had gone into those space, those spaces, rather, things wouldn't have been good. And so holding rejection up to the light is that. However, this process is more intentional and you go out of your way to put yourself up to be rejected. And that looks different in different contexts. For some people, that looks like holding yourself to be rejected by trying to make new friends because you're in a different city or you're starting university or you're starting a new job. Or you just in a space where you require community and so you put yourself up to be rejected by trying to get new friends, conversing with different people and just putting yourself in a position where people could possibly reject you. Sometimes it looks like applying for a career role that you feel you are unqualified for because of the expectations of what is qualified for that position or that position that you've always wanted that you're now qualified for, but you still feel very scared about it. And so that's what putting yourself in a position to be rejected looks like. Going out of your way to go for something that could possibly yield consequences of rejection. And I think 
rejection is that thing that has consequences and this this conversation is not removed off of those consequences of heartbreak of fear of how it changes you and how constantly being rejected has a way that makes you feel othered makes you feel like you don't belong and makes you feel unworthy and I think oftentimes it's the feelings of unworth that come with being rejected that make us want to shy away from it. But what we disregard is that there is reasons for all these things. And it's so difficult to just say like there's a reason why I'm not getting anything and so let it be. But it's in these moments where we are taught things about ourselves and I call it the refinement process. <clears throat> the refinement process i think is one of the most important processes in our lives that we disregard when we were little we were taught how to make decisions but really taught how to make decisions in depth and to use the spirit of discernment even if you were taught how to use the spirit of discernment it was very far removed off of the depths and the experiences of life and then you grow up and there you are in your 20s struggling to try and find a sense of what I want to do, trying to find a sense of identity for yourself, trying to put together a career. <laughs> and so the process of holding yourself up to be rejected is where this process of refinement is happening. This is where you're learning what it is that you want to do, where it is that you want to be involved and what it is that you don't want to do. And so we ought to look at rejection from both sides. We ought to see the darkness of reflection. That is absolutely important. However, when we see rejection and hold it up to the light simultaneously, we're able to remove it off of the shame that comes with it, to not conceal it in silence and to not fear it. We're able to see it as a valuable contributor to our lives while also something that builds experience for us. Experience is not often met with a lot of gentleness and it's, it's not often a nice process. Whereas things that we're able to see as valuable are nice processes no matter how challenging the process was to get into that decision. And so holding rejection up to the light and putting yourself in positions to be rejected refines that process. A friend of uh, a friend of mine <laughs> um, and I were having a conversation the other day just about how when you've been in the waiting season and you transition into the restoration season, it's easy for you to just receive a lot of good things and still not make the decision of what you should be accepting and what you shouldn't be accepting and that's how I see the refinement process of rejection it helps you get into a position where you're more assertive and more independent in the things that you desire and you're able to be able to craft your journey way more better when we are receiving a lot of good things, it's very easy for us to want to take everything, especially because we have been without for a very long time. And that can be very harmful and not be a contributor to the journey holistically. But moreover, it also gets us to a point where we're more comfortable with rejecting. And I think this point feeds off of what I was just explaining now. We often... Because of how, because of the feelings that we've experienced when 
we were being rejected. We often shy away from rejecting and don't want to reject. And I think it's 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 a bad it's it's a bad habit and shouldn't be adopted in our lives not to want to reject. Of course, when you hold rejection up to the light, rejection does come with consideration. It does come with kindness. And so that is the process of being intentional about holding rejection up to the light in order for you to be able to refine your thinking process about choice making, decision making, and you being able to be able to to reject as well, get comfortable with rejecting with consideration and kindness. I mean, when I think back to all the times that I was rejected, it's either because I wasn't supposed to be in that space or those people, I just wasn't in their speck of preferences. And that should be okay because I can't have everyone in my life and I can't have everything in my life. I just ought to have the things that have my name on them that are going to make my journey easier, that are going to make my journey what it is. And so that's what holding rejection up to the light is. Holding rejection up to the light is putting yourself in a position of discomfort, of of creating feelings of worth, of creating feelings of belonging, of creating feelings of being wanted. As people, as human beings, it is only human nature and normal for us to feel a sense of belonging. And in fact, I've come to understand that a lot of life is that process of finding your people, finding your spaces. And if we haven't gone through a lot of refinement processes, we're not able to be comfortable in our feelings of this is not a sense of belonging. I belong. Oh, okay. I didn't belong. <laughs> Sorry, I take back belong. But I was in in a lot of spaces that when I got there, I knew that I didn't belong. But I was also very honest about the fact that these spaces could contribute to me. And so, when you get into spaces and you don't belong, don't prolong the process. Don't stay longer than what you should be because you're going to find out. <laughs> you're going to find out, and. That is the the important process of refinement that we often disregard that plays such a huge factor in our lives. When we're building careers, when we're building relationships, when we're building our lives, when we're building a sense of independence, when we're committing to ourselves, we need to be in a process of understanding what it is that we truly want, understanding what it is that we don't want, and being comfortable in all of those things. Rejection rarely ever has to do with us, but more to do with our sense of not belonging in that space. Not belonging because of the preferences of those people, not belonging because that isn't your seat. My gran always says we need to have a routine and sit in our spaces like when we go to church, we always sit in the same seat. When we park, we always park. Because she says that those are the places that in which we belong in. And in those places that we belong in, we're able to learn the lessons that we should be learning. We're able to be visited in those spaces by the things that are supposed to get us. When we say at the right time, this is what we're speaking about. And so a refinement process becomes incredibly important especially in our 20s i think our 20s are the time for us to be 
holding rejection up to the light in the most intentional way, going out for the wildest things that we want and that maybe we won't even achieve in our 20s, but with this refinement process, we will achieve with so much ease in our 30s or even our 40s because we will be able to be going through a process of restarting. I always believe that we don't start all over again, but we restart because we come into these new situations with experience, with more wisdom. And so when we are able to keep refining these processes and holding ourselves up or, and holding rejection up to the light and holding ourselves in positions where we're being rejected, we're able to garner more wisdom, which allows us to make better decisions as we go along. And that is why it's so crucial for us to hold rejection up to the light in our 20s so that we can refine this process and build wisdom. While I've said everything now and how important everything has been, it's also important that we hold space for the consequences of rejection. Being rejected, especially when you're intentionally putting yourself up to be rejected, won't always be nice. It's difficult. It's uncomfortable. And when we say we're holding, we're intentionally holding rejection up to the light, we mean that I am seeing this for what it is. I'm seeing its pains and struggles for what it is. And I'm not disregarding the entire process only because I want to take certain parts of it. I'm looking as the at the pros I'm looking at the process as a whole system, a whole process, and I am seeing all moving parts of it in order for me to be able to navigate and find the the light at the end of the tunnel so i hope in your 20s 30s 40s and 50s you're intentional about holding rejection up to the light in order for you to find a sense of belonging in order for you to find a sense of belonging in order for you to find a sense of understanding just how deeply and inherently worthy you are of all the opportunities that have your name on them and in order for you to be able to refine your process, get comfortable with rejecting and get comfortable with being rejected because everything in life that is for you will never miss you. And so everything that is rejected is not supposed to be in your space. And I hope we're able to look at that process with more grace so that it can be a valuable contributor rather than what breaks us down. Oftentimes our lives are a process of being broken down to be built up but we can also see things that are inverted commas supposed to break us as things that build us and contribute to our lives in the most greatest way. So I hope in this new year, you hold rejection up to the light. You put yourself in a position to be rejected because you never know when that one opportunity will come in your way that will change your life in the most immense ways. Let's hold rejection up to the light because everything that we want is on the other side of fear. We're wildly qualified, we're wildly worthy. And we belong to the things that have our names on them. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please don't forget to follow both on Spotify, podcast and other streaming platforms. Like and comment. You're always able to just send me a DM and let's discourse about it because discourse matters. Thank you so much. Bye.